you think I will beat it? Of course I do. I have to. What is important is you know that you will do it. Yes. Because it's not even that it doesn't really have that much muscle to beat. You know, much much of these things they are only strong in our mind. Yes. It's not strong in itself, <coughs> but it's just because it has been a relationship somehow with a certain way of of thinking, and then at a certain point it seems like it has a life of its own. But it doesn't have a life. You if you if you let him go, he can't live actually. No. I've been trying to say that. I don't know how many people hear me. That if you, if you cut the umbilical cord to that psychological identity, it yeah. cannot live. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Mm. I have to. <laughs> but do you understand how to do it, though. Don't identify. Yeah, kind of. Not only just not don't identify, yes, but somehow, to be aware that you know of. Who are these thoughts speaking to you? Know? Because what happens is like a reflex. We just identify. Everybody does it actually. You know, I say anything, so you know, we all kind of do it. It's just some people do it less. Some people are inclined to sort of see it more quickly, and then they, some just totally avoid it. You know, it comes and they just kind of you know yes. avoid it. And others, you have to meet it. You have to stand in the storm of it for a bit. And then kind of like don't panic, but kind of just check it out and just see. You know, like I mean. Who who is really suffering this? Yes. You know, without cynicism, asking this question: Who who is really suffering this? Mm. And see if you can identify, without using imagination, can you identify the one who is is suffering? Is if there is really something suffering this? And so l- let your power stay only in the in the weakness, you know, and see, you know, that. Can the one who is suffering is there someone who is suffering this? Yes. Because there's a there's a belief or a thought that there is you know I'm oh, I can't take it's too much I don't know if I'm ever going to and this is a voice that is not real it's got a voice with nothing attached to it nobody's attached to the end of this voice you know that hmm. except an image which you create in your mind that is you but it's just a thought you know that we practice over and over again and it just seems to grow into a kind of like it's like it's real. Yes. So that's why I ask everyone, you know, can you identify who who you are who are you being right now when you say like I can't cope and you know, I just think that, you know, you know, or will I ever discover this and you know, who is who is speaking here now? Yes. And 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 write it down because when you start to look like this, you find that your attention starts to get distracted to other things, like something doesn't want to you to really look that closely. Yeah. I don't know if you've experienced that. As you begin to really zoom in on something, it's almost like something is trying to catch your attention to do yeah, some other trivial. It's laziness also. You start to sleep and all this type of stuff, and this happens because you're really, you're really so close to exposing, you know, a kind of lie, yeah. and it's like this. This force just comes in you, and you can. It can feel like it's just some demon or something or some. Bad energy, like just like you know, it doesn't want you to find out. Yes. But when you beat it, you see it is nothing. When you don't beat it, it is like it's something. <laughs> but when you beat him, you see, but wow, is that what it is? Isn't that? But it's nothing. And in discovering that, like a, a, a greater confidence come. That I mean, if I can beat you here, I can beat all of you actually. 
you know, if you can beat one uh, of these forces, yeah. you somehow something come in your heart. I can beat all of them. It's very beautiful. You know? Even when I talk about mind, I can only talk about it because I know it's a, it's non-existence actually, or its apparent existence is only in the belief. Mind cannot be anything without belief. You know, on the belief is somehow an identity, and the attachment to memory, which are all interconnected, creates the the recipe for some kind of trouble. When you're coming out of this, the memory ceases functioning on behalf of the person. The memory becomes universalized somehow. You see, identity also thins away. You see, it's okay. It's okay. It's good. And uh, yeah, everything thins, thins away. So you are again in your original place. Then thoughts don't trouble you. Thoughts cannot trouble you. That's a wonderful thing. They can't trouble you. You can only get troubled because you identify with them. Because look how many thoughts come, you can say, they don't trouble you. Why? Because you're not really that interested in them. Even if you fool around with them for a little bit, you're not really. You know, you know where you stand and they're nothing at all. But as soon as you feel displaced, it's due to some identity or some personalizing of your being, and then they seem to have more power. So then when you are fully awake again, then thoughts don't but don't it's not worth mentioning. You can use thoughts your mind to free to do anything at all. Nothing can break you. You only did that because you thought it could. You think thoughts can make your life miserable. But it's that thought that makes you miserable. Like some beliefs we have. Some people they you know, they think uh, you know, peacock feather is really bad luck for them. Another one wears it in their hat and uh, you know, let their baby play with it. The peacock feather is t- totally innocent. But to those according to their belief, they experience a different relationship with it. It's only belief. Hmm. And because we keep looking at these things and seeing with very simple mind into the very core of what they what they are, your life becomes so light. It's not that all your life you are studying to get out of no, not at all. It becomes you become the light, open and free, so simply, so easy. Okay, of course you have to keep uh, there's a quiet alertness that have to stay there, you know. That. Uh, you don't build up. You don't build up any plaque. Slowly, something comes. You can, you know, you see it for what it is. But it's not a hardship. And you're left in peace. Your mind is left in peace. Yeah. Identity is a mighty nuisance, actually. I mean, you know, the faith in identity or the st-
stubborn and loyalty to personal identity is very such a limiting thing, and not needed actually, because it, does, it has nothing to life but misery. It doesn't make life more beautiful, you know. For a while, the consciousness has to experience like this. It's just one of the things to experience amongst others, you know. The sense of a personal existence and the I, me, my, mine, you, this, that, and so on, and all of that. Kind of splintering of the, the sense of the splintering of the of the whole, but it's not anything. There was a certain antique dealer. Remember, I was telling that maybe one or two days ago. A certain antique dealer, yes. a man collecting many, many valuable treasures from around the world, and his house is like a museum. One day, when he was out, he had forgotten something else, like the stove or something, and the whole house caught fire. As he was returning home, he saw this glow, you know, in the skies. As you're approaching, his heart is palpitating. He turned the corner to find this old house is on fire. Mm. He runs up, you know, like a like just like a mad person. He's thinking all of his treasures, all my treasures are burning, all my treasures are burning. Then the only place of access was a window. So he broke a wind broke the glass and bales of smoke and it's coming out. And he rolls himself into the room and he grabs it was too much, but he grabbed a handful, he just went and grabbed a handful of, of objects. And he just about made it out, you know. And then when he woke up he realized that he had, he had his whole house had gone, mm. but he had, he had, he had looked and he saved a few items. A few items was there, like four or five items. And he was happy for that. He said, oh my God, thank you, thank you. I saved some of my treasures." When he had recovered, he goes back to look at the house. The house is no more there. And standing there, suddenly, an immensity is felt inside his heart. Just a space is never a space and a and a space is not felt before. None of his treasures gave him that peace and that joy. Then he looked again at his treasures and he said, oh, oh thank you, thank you. I, I saved this much, I saved this much. But he opened his eyes again and towards the great space, and he felt that space, a greater space within himself. And a few days later he made a fire. And put his last remaining treasures to his fire. He says, No, there's nothing more valuable than this which I've found, which nothing can burn. Things come up for people very strongly too, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's very very normal thing. That uh, feelings come and things, you know, it has to be like that. It has to come up. Like and shakers, shakers. Huh? Yeah. It's shaking. It's shaking. You will come to see that it doesn't have to shake you. They can come. What shakes is our ideas we have of ourselves that gets shaken and, mm-hmm. you know, 
of how we should be and who we are, and this kind of stuff comes, and uh, that has to come up. It's a good sign, in fact. Mm. <laughs> right, I came here for that. <laughs> I need it. And uh, everybody, I feel, go through that. Yeah, everyone come. Some stuff comes, and uh, it's part of uh, kind of rebalancing or you know coming back to a harmony because those potentials are inside also, mm-hmm. and so they come up. And uh, we don't know where they, where we picked it, pick it up from. But uh, and when I start to have an idea, I don't know why I can work with her, with, with myself, because I have so many. What I should do, what I should not do. And I have two children and children, young boys, and everything. You are you are finding your real life, which is behind that facade. Because everybody has this thing, you know, like mm-hmm. what's going on in my life, what I should do, am I, when will I have the time to to do this and all of this. But uh, you coming more and more behind behind the scene, into mm-hmm. the space of uh, being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you feel some peace and. Uh, Comfortable with yourself, then you, you can not go back in your life and to do the things of, of the other thing or, or something like. Well, that. I feel that uh, you you must know that you bring something more to it, something different to it. Maybe you cannot work in the way that you you're used to, but if you, it's not good to work in a way all the time when if you're not happy in it totally. You have to when you come back to yourself, you can bring that into what you do. Is it? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It's not that uh, you have to go and change your life. No, it's mm-hmm. something something else changed. A way that you're looking, where you're looking from changes, from a deeper place, mm-hmm. and then the other place look very much more shallow place. So mm. you, 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 there's more space in you, and so you're not pressed. You're not cornered so easily. You, you always have moves. You always find that, especially when you come back to your natural mind again. The our what I'd call structured mind mm-hmm. works in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But when your intuitive mind works in a much broader way, it doesn't have to see everything before they happen way ahead. You mm-hmm. kind of feel you feel your place. You feel your in your nowness. You know, you feel it. You find that there's always space opening up yes, that you would is. not see before if you're too strong. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, it uh, so it, it it comes much more broad. It cannot be a, lo- a loss. It cannot. You cannot come into your heart, and it is a loss mm-hmm. in any, on any significant level. Mm-hmm. You know, it must mm-hmm. be that some things may change. The way that you look, the way that um, um, the way that you perceive, that may change, uh, mm-hmm. and should change. It should change because you know, it's it's living from just a very personal standpoint is not too good. It's a very limited thing. Yes, it is, and uh, very. Uh, insecure brings insecurities in mm-hmm. naturally, and the insecurities are kind of like a, a just a little bit of a sign to say uh, it needs to open up more, move more into more more into beingness, mm-hmm. more than into you know more plans and more rigidity. Move move into your beingness. I don't do much more plans anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
I think things are just fine. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay.